Hi, I'm Kaylin. And I'm Christina. And this is K-Pop Love Affair. This week, y'all, we talk about how Kaylin knew who BTS was way back in 2017. But it wasn't until 2020 that we became ARMY. Let's discuss. Back in 2017, you were aware of BTS. Please let me hear this story. I want to say it's like the deepest regret of my life. That might be dramatic to no, say that. No, it's, it's not. <laughs> but I feel like it's the deepest regret of my life. But you know what? It's not quite because we got to see them. That we makes did. up for it. That does. If we hadn't seen them, I it would have been, been the biggest regret of my life. I would have been on my deathbed, you know, <laughs> saying... Not only did I not get to see BTS in concert, but my sister knew about them years before she just yeah. decided to tell me about them. Um, so I will explain as best as I can, even though it's, I have no answers. Yeah, I don't think there really will be There really isn't answers. an answer nope. for it. Um, but this is the pre, what do, what do they call it? Like the prequel to our... Uh, <laughs> our time in the K-pop world. This is our prequel to it. And it all starts with me. Um, yeah. So I don't really know what in 2017, why I decided to randomly look up a BTS video. Were you watching an award show? Maybe was that the first year they performed at the AMAs? And then you oh. probably saw them there and was like, Oh, who is this group? You're right. I forgot about that. I think it was 2017. They first came to the AMAs and I try to keep up with pop culture a little bit, even if I don't like listen to their music. I just kind of know what's happening. And I like to also listen to or watch award shows sometimes. So I think I must have watched it and saw them and was like, people making a fuss over this group. <laughs> I'm trying to think, when is, a I, I should look this what up. When, is, when does AMA's premiere? Right. Every year, because this past year it was in the fall mm. and I looked them up in May. Like I literally oh, went back okay. in my YouTube history all the way back to 2017. Right. And I was just like, when was the first video I ever looked? Right. Because I didn't believe it. And I went back and it said <laughs> May 2017, you um, you watched a music video of BTS. And I was like, wow, you're right. Mm. It is my fault that we didn't know them before. <laughs> um, I don't remember. It had to have been that situation. Either that or people were just talking about them and it was on my Within timeline. Within pop culture and you were like, yeah. hey, let me let me just check this group out. And why? And did you I watched also, Not Today and you just I also like, watched hmm. Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Oh my goodness. <laughs> you watched I wrote that in my notes when I went Blood, back. Sweat, yes. and Tears and you just clicked off of YouTube and was like, yeah, it's whatever that I... I told you there was no answers for why I did <laughs> what I did. <laughs> Clearly not. It, I don't understand. Yeah, so when I went back in my YouTube history, so this this is my YouTube history for 2017. I, I literally went all the way back to figure this out. So I have May of 2017. I watched Not Today and Blood, Sweat, and Tears. Then there was months went by, and it wasn't till November. I watched Mic Drop, DNA, and then I wrote AMA Performance. But I should have written 
was it 2017 AMA performance or mm. was it like some past? Well, it could right. have been the past year because that was their first time. Right, right. Um, so, okay, then that must mean that something must have been on my timeline, which made me watch those videos like YouTube recommended. And then I'm pretty sure the AMAs is in the fall. Okay. So that's probably why I had that in my history of watching their AMA performance because they were back in the media. And then I just randomly decided to drop two more music videos in there as well. (laughs) But let me, let me watch a few more. And then still underwhelmed silence, underwhelmed silence (laughs) until 2019. That was the next time their videos popped up on my YouTube history in April of 2019. I watched boy with love. Okay. And then in July I watched lights. Okay. So you're still just (laughs) randomly cherry picking BTS videos here and there. Randomly. Like why was I doing that? BTS. Okay. I mean, all right. I guess they're doing a little something, whatevs. I really don't understand why I was doing that. I I really have no <laughs> explanation. No I was really in shock when I went back in my YouTube history because I don't remember what conversation we were having, which made me think like, wait, did, I think I did know who they were before. Right. And so then I was like, let me see what I can find in my history. Let me deep dive. And I deep dived and I saw that I was like, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and then I was like, you can oh. hate me. You can hate yeah, me. Yeah. I was like, go ahead. I was blown. I go was ahead. like, you knew of this amazing record breaking, endearing, just all the adjectives about this group. <laughs> you knew about this group and you just let time continue to slip by. We could have, we could have been army years ago. We could have went the love we yourself, speak yourself. Oh door. my goodness. Don't, why that did hurts. you, why that did you hurts. bring that up? That hurts so badly. Oh uh, yeah. That would have been an amazing tour to see, an amazing concert to see. Um, yeah. So that's the prequel to our story where the seed was planted back in 2017 of this group Mm -hmm. because I just, I don't know. I was never aware of K-pop. I mean, that could be because it hadn't really gone global per se, like in America up until 2017. No, 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 wait a minute. That don't make sense. No, No, wait a minute. You had a friend. What's her name? (laughs) Yes, you did. Kylie. Okay. I did. Kylie, who Kylie. is Korean American. She is. I should call her up and ask her, why does she not passing share the it? blame? You're just <laughs> passing the blame. I need someone to blame. It's not my fault. <laughs> I'm like, didn't Kylie? So Kylie never mentioned K-pop or? I need to have this I conversation like... with her because I'm so positive. We never discussed K-pop. Oh, okay. Okay. Because I was like, she never you've told known me. her since high school. And I just, she's never talked. You guys never talked about K-pop. Or I she don't, never mentioned it or just, oh, yeah, this song's K-pop song, whatever. If she did, I must have just not. It went put, over your head. It just went over my head. Yeah, like, yeah. what is she talking about? I mean, in the context of how we knew each other, that's a whole other story. Like, the bubble that we were in at that Christian school. Right. So that could have played a factor in it. Because it's not like I saw her outside of school. Right. Not until, like, we went to college and after college, I saw her outside of the context of school. Yeah. But if she did mention it to me. Went away over my head. Um, so I won't blame her because it's not her right. fault. So it's 2017. It's my fault. It's 2017, yes. Kaylin. It's 2017. Being aware. I don't even know what's happened in my time of life. I guess I just wasn't ready. Yeah. They do say that BTS comes to you when you need them. I wasn't ready at that time. But the, like I said, that's the prequel to the story. That is how it started. Um, so fast forward. Again, another. Oh, well, this wasn't as long a dry spell. 2017, 2019. That's. A long time. Mm-hmm. But this was like a year later. <laughs> um, 
next I have in my notes when I went to my YouTube history was January, I watched Shadow Interlude, which hmm. makes sense again, because again, in the media, like if you're watching, you know, pop culture related things, they were in America promoting their Map of the, map Soul, of the Soul 7. Right. And so that would make sense why they pop up again. And I was like, oh, this group. And I saw the the video for Shadow because I think that was, I don't know, was that like their, it, was their, it wasn't the comeback, but it was like the intro to before their comeback. Because mm -hmm. I feel like their actual comeback was Black Swan okay. for, the, for the actual. Mott 7. Yeah, Mott 7 era, like starting it all off. Right. But Shadow came out first. So I watched that. And then um, February, I watched On. No, maybe On. No, On no, was I it. On was the first song. I, yeah. Okay. It was On, not Shadow Interlude. I got ahead of my notes. It was On first in February, and March was Black Swan. Okay. So On, of course, duh, On Iconic. Right. That came out in February. Then March, I watched Black Swan. I dropped that. And then... Guys, and, and by the way, she still had not told me nothing about BTS up until this Absolutely point. I am nothing. in the dark. Yeah, I didn't say anything. Um, I think, yeah, no, that was right before everything just shut down. Everything blew up. And <laughs> everything that we know changed. It was never the same again. Um, yeah, at that time, work was crazy, and I just forgot about them, I guess. Yeah. Um, a little bit. Because in April, oh, <laughs> I no. still didn't oh, mention no. to you. <laughs> wow. um, I watched BTS Home Festival with James Corden. Okay. So, you know, at that time, everyone was at home. And so TV shows were starting to try to do things from home. A lot of people were trying to do things out of home to keep entertainment and their jobs going. So he had this at home fest. I don't know if he had other people singing mm -hmm. it, but they they did some songs <laughs> and i watched BTS it was there um they were there um they performed yeah. and then i just again i still didn't just, say anything to you no you didn't no. and this is kind of where things pick up with you because it was the summertime beginning of summer right where you brought up to me about this new artist you found. I don't know what triggered the conversation, right. but you brought up discovering an artist right. who was Korean. He was Korean-American. And you're like, wow, this is really cool. Oh, yes. sorry. Before you go on that story, I forgot to mention, when Map of the Soul 7 dropped in February, yeah, it dropped in February, I finally listened to their whole album. Like, guys, are you <laughs> hearing this? Y'all, are you hearing this? She knew for years about BTS randomly would watch videos here and there okay they dropped an album she reviewed it in its entirety listened to it wholly she watched a james corden performance guys all of this is happening and she's saying zero words to me never said one this word amazing new group that she had discovered i listened to their full album finally because i guess by then i was like they keep popping up so might as well <laughs> why not let me um check out their album <laughs> I did like that one song last year, Boy With Love. <laughs> let's, let's, let's see what else they got. I did, in February, listen to the whole album, and I was like, wow, this is amazing. Do you hear that? She said, wow. <laughs> Don't you think that something that makes you go wow would be something you'd like to share with your most favoritest, oldest sister in I the world? I had like four or five you songs would so. I would listen to like from time to time, ever since the album dropped out. Kayla, you know you're just making this worse. You're just, yeah, just I, piling I on. I figured I'd just, just just start off, let's get it all out, 
and just start fresh, I guess. Let's start with the truth. Start right. with start honesty. With the truth. Let's start with honesty. Yeah. Let me be honest. We could have been this you, fandom you, you a long time ago. I dropped the, dropped the ball. I really okay. don't know what was going on in my head. I Maybe I was just shocked myself. I don't know. Mm. I really don't have the answer. <laughs> Um, and I was, if we, like I'm saying, if we had not seen them, I would have been pondering that for a long time, (laughs) but now I can, I've come, I've been come to peace, come to terms with you. You redeemed yourself with the fact that we were able to go to the SoFi concert in LA. Um, so I'll give you that. Yeah. So I did listen to it, but yes, back to what I said before, um, you brought up an artist Yes. So I had heard of BTS. I don't follow pop culture as much as you do, but I keep up with the news in little ways here and there. And BTS was becoming so huge in the U.S. They're basically becoming a household name. So I had heard of them and I'm like, who BTS? Who is this? And I realized, oh, this is a, a singing group, a band, a boy band, if you will, from South Korea. So I just kind of initially had in my head, they're from South Korea. I'm assuming they're going to be singing in their own language. And for me, lyrics are a huge part of what I enjoy about songs. I enjoy the music, but I also enjoy the lyrics as well. And I love being able to sing along and uh, just really enjoy the music with the lyrics. I've always been that kind of person. I, I really like words. I'm a big reader. So my immediate thought was just, if I can't understand what they're saying, I just don't see myself being able to fully enjoy the songs. I'm sure the music could be great, but it's not just about the music. So I pretty much just dismissed it. You know, like I'm happy for them. This is cool that um, other, we have a minority culture, you know, that is making waves in the U S and breaking records. This is something that I'd never seen before. I'd never seen any group that wasn't an English speaking group. Um, charting the way that they were charting and making the waves they were so I thought it was cool I was happy for them but I just didn't see myself um, enjoying their their music thinking like hey it's it's all in Korean Um, when the summer came the summer after the pandemic hit I was interested in finding new music so I was on YouTube and I came across a channel called Colors which apparently It's kind of like a studio set up and they just have the artist in there, the artist and the microphone, and they have a color in the background and the artist performs their song. And I noticed that many of these artists were not people within mainstream music, especially mainstream American music, but mainstream music everywhere. So I just started randomly picking thumbnails and just saying, oh, look at this person looks cool. Let me see what their music is about. And I clicked on an artist called DPR Live, named DPR Live. And I listened to his song, and it was great. I absolutely loved it. He's a South Korean artist. And I was like, this song is really good. The music was great. And he was putting in English phrases within the song that gave me enough context to know what the song was about. And I just thought it was really good. So once I did that, once I listened, I was like, well, hey, maybe I could give BTS a shot because if I'm enjoying this artist, he's mainly singing in Korean, you know, little English phrases sprinkled here and there, but I'm still enjoying it. I'm still wanting to hear more. 
maybe I could give somebody like BTS a shot. So that was kind of how it, it got started. And when I found out about DPR Live, I sent his music to Kaylin. I was like, hey, check out this artist. He's from South Korea. Um, but his music is great. His song is great. I'm going to check out more of his music. And that was kind of the beginning of me opening my mind to realize, hey, I can enjoy music of, of other cultures, even when that music is being sung in a different language. And the key key word is that you shared. You shared it immediately uh, with me. Key word. You know, I, I found something I liked. I was like, wow, well, wow. Let me share this with did. my sister. Immediately you shared it to our sister group chat. Um, and I was, I don't, that might have, did that start me listening to other Korean R&B and hip hop? Or did I? Yes, because is that when you got into Jay Park? I think so. I had a whole little Jay Park. You, you were on Jay Park's I bandwagon. I was here for Mr. Jay Park. Of course, now everyone says he's so problematic, but we won't get into that. Um, yeah, no, I was I was into Jay Park. So yeah, I was listening to a little bit of Korean RB and hip hop once you brought that up. Right, because DPR Live is not technically K-pop. He's yeah. part of the K-hip hop and R&B scene. So, yeah, that was kind of your first the beginning of the summer. I was like listening to all Jay Park albums, watching documentaries I could find. Like it was all Jay Park, Jay Park, <laughs> probably for like a solid month. I think probably. so. Um, and I, I have probably watched some other people, too. But yeah, so that is what I'm trying to remember what made me mention to you to look at BTS carpool karaoke was that what it was because i <laughs> it do have in my notes karaoke, that karaoke, james corden i'm pretty sure you just sent it to me i think i just you sent were like you. hey because because once i introduced you to dpr then you got on to jay park's bandwagon it was like okay we're filling south korean musicians um so hey bts did this show on james corden it's kind of funny why don't you watch it so i'm pretty sure you just sent me the link and that was the beginning of the end <laughs> For me, the end, like when I tell you, when I went my, with my deep dive of my search history, it was like, I searched for some lyrics, watched a few videos. And then the next day in July, I watched like 20 BTS videos <laughs> <laughs> back to back to back. I was right. watching a bunch. Also, I think too, because that is also when Stay Gold came out. Mm. So they had mm -hmm. a new release. So it popped up again. So I watched it and I was like. I'm going to watch Black Swan again. I'm going to watch DNA again. I'm watch, you know, well, at that time I didn't realize I had already watched DNA. Oh my but <laughs> okay, let's, let's I have not, a problem with memory like focus on I that. just block things out of my head and then it, like randomly I'll pop up I'm like, "Oh yeah, that I did, did happen. I did watch that. I did, I did see that. do that. I did say <laughs> that. I'll say something like, "You said this." And I'm like, "Did I?" Did I? Mm. I don't remember saying they're like it was 10 seconds ago. <laughs> I just blank things out. But anyway, I think that's what it was. I just, I don't know what it was. Like why that moment, I think it's what, you, I think it's what you said. You had brought up the Korean artist. And I guess for me, I probably was like, oh, she would be interested. I don't know. Maybe I just didn't think you would be interested mm. in it. Right. Because we don't really talk music right. like that. Yeah, like until I introduced DPR to you, that was kind of the beginning of us sharing. We didn't really talk music. I feel like yeah. back when we were younger, 
we didn't we didn't really talk music. I mean, no. you was like, well, back then we only exclusively listened to really like CCM and yeah. gospel. So you would show me artists at that time, but I don't remember us really discussing music like that. Right. No. Because it's not like music was a big thing in our house either. Like Kaylin mentioned earlier, we grew up Christian and pretty conservative and um, strict. So we weren't allowed to openly listen to secular songs. Huge no-no. I don't think I even mentioned that. But yeah, that would be a great background piece to say that we did not listen to (laughs) non-Christian music until we were adults. Right. Well, no. There's a story about um, that. Uh, maybe we'll talk about it another time. <laughs> We're trying to talk about our intro to the world of ARMY, how it took us so long right. to get here, and, and how we got into K-pop. So we won't get derailed Let's by that. Let's not get sidetracked. Sidetracked, yes. So Back to carpool karaoke. But yes, I think that's what it was. I think I was like, wow, she actually is interested in uh, another language um, artist. artist. Mm-hmm. So let me share with you. BTS because they're right. popping up again because they dropped some new music. Right. And so I'm like, you know, and I watched the carpool karaoke and I was like, wow, they really are great. <laughs> it finally dawned uh, on her. Y'all. It just all, she it finally all got clicked. It. it was like the heavens <laughs> open. What's the little like, Oh yes. <laughs> and I was like, wow, they are amazing. <laughs> so let me share this with you. I think you're going to like them. Right. I think you're going to like she them. She finally decided to share. And I shared it with you. And Literally from that day, we did it not was stop twenty four seven about BTS twenty four seven. I feel like we went six months straight, and every day we would mention every day BTS. we were talking about BTS. Every day we were listening to BTS. Yeah. Every single day, I had made a countdown. Like I went like one hundred fifty days straight, never not listening <laughs> to BTS. <laughs> I it just wanted to know because I was just like, wow, every day I wake up and I listen to at least one or two songs. Right. So I want to keep track. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that is the beginning of our journey into K-pop. Well, are we going to talk about our thoughts about carpool karaoke? We could. We I would could. love to do that. I would so love to share. When <laughs> I would love to share. Okay. When I sent you the video <laughs> of carpool karaoke, I was like, check this out. Tell me what you thought after you after you watched it. So you sent me <clears throat> carpool karaoke. I think it was a Saturday, so I had some time on my hands. And I was just immediately drawn in. Like as soon as RM opened his mouth and was talking about LA traffic, I was like, who is that? Who he? Who that is? <laughs> who is who that he? Be? <laughs> What's his name? As I they just say. immediately thought <laughs> that he was... He just seemed very confident. He seemed at ease. He was a handsome guy, just seemed very personable. That was my first impression. And then as the video went on and they're, you know, the cameras are showing the different members and panning here and there, I think my next observation was um, J-Hope, who I just call him Hobie, like most of the fandom does. And I was just like, this guy is just full of sunshine and energy. And for me, sometimes people who are overly happy and excited, uh, it's, it, can, it can kind of drain me, you know, <laughs> I'm an introvert. So sometimes it can be a little, it can get a bit annoying for me, people who are very high energy. But with him, I was just like, he is so, he just seems so happy, so mm-hmm. joyful, like life of the party kind of person, but not in an obnoxious or annoying way. And then the section where um, 
the camera went back to where Jen and Sugar were sitting in the back because <laughs> James was talking and talking. And then Jen made the joke and was like, oh, Todd, don't know what he's talking about, but let's just laugh, you know, haha, whatever. There was someone over in the corner all the, the way corner. to the right. All the way in the back. Next to Sugar. And, and mind you, I had no idea what their names were at this no, time. No, at this point, I didn't know their, names, know their names either. I listened to some of their music, but I didn't know their names. So I already had in my head, okay, the blonde dude in the front, mm-hmm. um, the guy in the middle with the huge, beautiful smile and, and happy sunshine personality. Then, like I said, the, the camera went back <laughs> and it was supposed to be focused on Sugar and Jen and their interactions. But in the corner was this, this man <sighs> just sitting there, just looking off in the window, you know, minding his business. And I said, who is that? Who is that? What is his name? What is his name? And that was my first introduction to Kim Tae-hyung, better known as V. And after that, after I watched that, I was like, let me let me just check out some of their music videos. And I started a long list of watching music videos. I don't think videos. I gave you a recommendation Mm-mm, of a no. song. Nope, you just sent that link. Yeah. And then I just typed in BTS. And the first music video that came up was DNA, which will forever hold a special place in my heart because it was the first BTS music video I saw. And guess who opens up that video? Mr. Kim Tae Hyung. Mr. Kim <laughs> so I saw him B. and I was like, that's him. That's the guy with the dark hair. Because obviously in, in DNA, he didn't have dark hair. But after I binged a buttload of videos, I was like, I must know their names. What are their names? I have to be able to put a name with a face. And that's how it all started. And like Kaylin said, it was like months of BTS every single day. Because there's a lot of content that K-pop oh, artists put lot. out. And we, we had, weren't even aware of it at I that time. I had no idea. <laughs> we had no idea how K-pop works, how their fandoms work, the lingo. We knew nothing. But I literally within the first two weeks of when we went down this rabbit hole, of trying to find everything there is about BTS, I found like, okay, you need to go on Twitter, follow all their accounts, you need to download <laughs> the app Weverse. That's the you were art. fully connected. I was fully connected. I was like, okay, Twitter, Weverse, um, subscribe to their YouTube channel. <laughs> um, da- like, I feel like the first two weeks after that, I listened to every single of their songs. And then, like I said, I got, I created my account on Weverse and they were like, Memories 2019 dropping. And I was like, order. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but I'm ordering it. I didn't realize... <laughs> That would be the beginning of my ma- huge collection of K-pop <laughs> items, right. mainly BTS. Um, yeah, I, it was literally I just saw it and was like, order. And I was like, don't know what this is, is. But do I watch hey, DVDs? Looks good to me. Looks fine. It's BTS, memories. <clears throat> I ordered, um, I found out about BT21 and I was like, oh, let me buy some stationery. Don't you buy stationery. I was buying Don't that. write nobody. We don't do analog over here, but. Yeah, but I'm going to buy it. And then I I had already started the TikTok in the pandemic for fun. Like I would just do random videos. And then I just switched to making K-pop BTS related <laughs> TikToks. Um, like I like tie-dyed a shirt and did cross, like the, the cross stitch, stitch, like. Embroider. Embroider. You That's embroidered. the word. Yeah. I don't know, Chris. Embroider, tie-dye. What? Who is that? Who is, who is you? Who is, who is you? I don't understand. I I just it was just once I got in, once it all clicked, she it, she I fell was hard, guys. Never going back. She fell hard. I, I guess I was making up for the fact that I knew who they were since twenty seventeen. You had to. It was, was the like, guilt, Sorry, guys. That's really I, what it was. It I was the so guilt. Guilty. 
It was the guilt. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I never looked back. Um, I just think it's funny how literally within two weeks I was like buying merch already and I've right. never bought merch like that for right. artists. I've been to concerts and I will buy like a t-shirt or something just for the, like to remember the concert, but I don't really follow artists like that to be buying their merch right. or products. Now, granted, I know Western artists do have drops of collections. They do. Mm-hmm. But I just feel like with K-pop, the way their industry is set up, it's heavily focused on merch of all types. Absolutely. Yeah. So I just wasn't expecting to be sucked in that quickly. Right. So <laughs> buying it, because I'm just like, the fact that I bought memories that quick is just so <laughs> Not funny even knowing to me. what it was. I just learned their names and I was like, bye. Memories. <laughs> I just know I want to see these memories. Um <laughs> Yeah, it was it was like a whirlwind. I, it would just didn't stop. It really was. Um, and the funny thing is, because of how amazing BTS is and are, I was like, I don't need to listen to anybody else. Oh yeah, yeah. All other They're music for literally me. went out the window. I saw listen to Jay Park. <laughs> <laughs> I, Jay, he got a month. He got a solid. He got month. a solid month. I don't listen to him anymore. <laughs> um. I listen to Jay Park. I listen no, but I just was like BTS. That's it. That's all I need. I have eight years to go through of content, of to content, catch up to, on. like so yeah. much content to go through. I'm good, and then that didn't happen. Um, I don't even remember the first group after that, but I don't know. Oh, just, the fact that we were saying we initially said it's BTS and that's it. Like we'll never, we won't need anybody. I was else. like other K-pop groups. There's other K-pop groups. I mean, they that's can't nice compare, for them, you know, but yeah, it's just, it's BTS. It was just so all encompassing in the beginning. I just, I mean, I'm a wife, I'm a mother. I've got three kids. I homeschool. I just didn't think that I would have the actual time to dedicate to any other group because I was dedicating a massive amount of time <laughs> to, to watching BTS Your kids are like, Mom, content. what you watching? Leave me alone. Leave me alone. Watch some go, BTS. Go play. Go play, go play please. guys. Yeah. I, in the beginning, um, it was like consuming. It was like I had to know everything about them. We were watching documentaries. They're documentaries. Bootleg guys. Yes. We were watching the documentaries. Bootleg. I, we watched the YouTube one and then the second one we couldn't find. I found like a clip. It was like blurry <laughs> from Facebook or something. I was like, it's not good quality, but it do you want to watch? We can, we can make it work. Uh, yeah, that was Yeah, funny. we were watching Run BTS. I was purchasing. Um, well, you decided not to purchase merch. No, I'm not merch, but the, the shows. Oh, the shows, the yeah. shows, yes. So basically in K-pop. Bon voyage, yeah. In K-pop, pop, every group has a variety bes- show. Has a variety, like a variety show. show. Yeah. Um, based on their, like what they want to present as like their theme, I guess, of their group type. But it's usually a variety show that's going to like be funny, have funny elements to it. And um, I'm trying to think, what's the other similar shows they do? I, to be fair, I don't really know all the shows each group does. I know BTS obviously has multiple. Right. But does every group have multiple? Right. But I don't think so. I think most people have one, one yeah. like extra variety show or like behind the scenes or mm-hmm. something kind of show. So I didn't realize that was a thing. Um, so we were trying to catch up on that mm-hmm. and go through all the music, all the lyrics, all the music videos yeah. and the performances. It was starting, starting back from the beginning, going through. And 
it was a whole other level of love for me for the group when I started reading all the lyrics. I mean, just, I feel like I can't even describe. I just feel like, um, like Kayla mentioned earlier, we didn't grow up with a lot of music in our house, but I've just always loved words, always loved lyrics. And I felt like the lyrics lately, I would say like within the past 10 years, popular music just hasn't been doing it for me. I just felt like the lyrics were just subpar, man. I feel like you want to hear, when you hear a song, you want to feel it. And some songs are just for, Hey, let's just turn up. Let's just have a good time. But I think music that has, uh, that touches you, you know, that touches your heart, that makes you think that makes you remember that makes you relive certain moments in your life. That's what really is, is the music that has a special place in my heart. So when I started reading their lyrics and it was so funny because again, I wasn't really aware of how K-pop is set up. So I'm expecting how popular music usually is about, you know, love songs, romance or whatever. And a lot of their songs that could work in that vein were them writing about each other or writing towards for armies benefit or writing songs of encouragement, um, dealing with issues that we all go through. And that was just, I just felt like it's been a long time for me outside of Christian music that I've heard music that is so encouraging and so relatable, so understandable that yeah, it was just, it was, it was just, I, w- I was blown. I was literally blown. And I also just feel like the way, obviously between from translating from the Korean language to English and sentence structure and how they express themselves is so different. And I feel like the Korean language is just very poetic when it comes, yeah. when it's translated over to English, it just comes across as pure poetry beautiful imagery, beautiful language, and just speaking in a way that we speaking English wouldn't speak. We just very, Definitely. our language is a lot more cut and dry and kind of straight to the point. It's not very vivid and beautiful and all of that. And I don't mean that in a negative way, but just right. when you're reading poetry or prose or, you know, you, the words are interesting and create this beautiful image. And that's just not how we talk every day in our language and not really how our music is written. It's very straightforward and direct. So that was a whole, that was another level that just really made me fall in love with them outside of the fact that the music was good, the performing was good. And that, that's a whole nother story. Just the music videos, the performances, it was amazing. But when I read the lyrics, I was just like, yep, I'm, I'm sold. It's BTS for me. And I don't know why before I, I didn't think like you can look up translations. Right. We were just like, oh, they, they talking in South good. Korea. Like, well, I don't, I don't understand that. So I'm good. I can't, I'm good. I can't consume. <laughs> but that's why when I listened to Map of the Soul, I decided to listen. I was like, wow. I still didn't look up the lyrics though. Right. But I knew it they were steps. talking it about steps. You had meaningful steps. things. And so when I finally, when we, we're like, you know, we're in this. We are army. Um, <laughs> we are army. We accepted it. Um, I was like, because I was like, I don't want to be in a fandom, but it's just kind of, it's just like I'm right. in this fandom though. Right. I'm here, but because we've never been ones to stand, yeah, any, any group or anything like, like that. Like the word stand, I don't even fully right. like. Me either. Yeah, but in the context of people talking about liking a group or K-pop, people use the word stand a lot. So that's why I just say. I'm in this fandom. <laughs> right. I'm here to stay for life. For <laughs> life. Um, <laughs> when we finally decided to go forward in it, 
that's when I started really looking at the lyrics and I was just like, I knew they was talking about something meaningful. Like <laughs> the way that they would sing the songs, you just felt the emotion. The emotion yes. You felt what they were trying to convey. I feel like for the most part, I mean, some songs I was like, oh, they, that's not what I thought they was discussing in this <laughs> song. But for the most part, I was like, I knew this was meaningful. I knew this right. was a deep song, the way they were singing the lyrics. And I've had people ask me, not too many, but some people ask me like, how do you listen to it? And I'm just yeah. like, I can't How do you not? <laughs> right? <laughs> I, like, I can't explain it. It's just like once you listen to it, you just feel the emotion and you just know it. Like it just touches you. Right. And then if you take the step to go read the lyrics real quick, it doesn't mm-hmm. take you that long to read the lyrics. Right. Then you'll be like, wow, no, mm-hmm. this is amazing, amazing stuff. Um, yeah. Oh, I, I forgot to mention with the carpool karaoke thing. <laughs> When I watched it, mm-hmm. obviously I was like, yes, I think I'm going to get in this group because that's why I sent you. Right. Um, finally, I know. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the part that forever. Oh, my goodness. That's ooh, true. The part that got me and still gets into this day <laughs> was when JK <laughs> sang that bridge. Right. I think that's when it sealed the deal that, for me. Yeah, I do. Like it was like was a slow build up. Like since every, 2017. Yes, yeah, since 2017. <laughs> um, it was a slow build to that. And then when I heard him sing that part. Right. That bridge. It literally on. you know, people are like, it sends like chills down their spine right. or sh- like yeah. goosebumps. It was like that. I mean, I was just like, this group is it. <laughs> they have it. Yeah. The combination of everything you're saying, like them being funny. Um mm-hmm. And seem like likable people. Right. But yeah, that's still the deal. I was just like, yep. I Pure think talent. I, Pure I talent. think I like this group. I think I want to <laughs> share finally with uh, Christina. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, here's a little secret that I've had all this time, but now I finally want to <laughs> share with you. Right. Um, yeah. I. Oh, man. The dance practices. There's so much to talk about with BTS. So yes. much to talk about so um, much a lot i mean we've literally talked hours <laughs> we have you guys hours about bts because there's just so much content and like there's just layers to it it's just more than just what you think like oh it's a, it's a boy band mm-hmm. you know there's a lot more to it um and it's a part i mean it's a part of the culture of k-pop as well which makes it so much different than what we're used to mm-hmm. in western music so we definitely could talk about that in future episodes. Um, For sure. About that. But the last part of this episode that I wanted us to talk about <clears throat> was our first comeback. Our first comeback. And if you don't know what a comeback is, um, that's what they call when an artist releases a new song after right. their last project. They always call it a comeback in K-pop. And just because they have a comeback doesn't mean there's going to be an album. It could just right. literally be one, one song. song. Yeah. But they still call it a comeback because yep. <laughs> there's been a time period in between their last music. So we was, okay, July 2020, all the time in the world. Like, it was meant to be mm-hmm. because I think any time before then, we, we wouldn't have had the time. I was about to say, life was just too busy. To yeah. be able to dedicate. I mean, I... You could look at it both ways. Is it a bad thing that we slowly could have learned about them? And no. No, I think when it comes down to it, <clears throat> that 
it, it really is that BTS meets you where you are and when you need them. Yeah. And it, it was a really tough time, you know, especially the mainly the main thing was because of the pandemic happening and our lives were so drastically changed almost yeah. overnight. And I think a lot of people discovered them in the pandemic because we were home and we were just looking for entertainment. Um, you know, for me with my kids, all their activities were canceled. Um, everything was canceled and we were literally told to stay home. So we were looking for new outlets of, of entertainment. Yeah. And I mean, I don't have any kids, so I definitely had so you much. definitely had plenty of time. I had so much time <laughs> yeah. uh, to dedicate. I'd be like, did you see that? She'd be like, not yet. You know, I have the kids, got to do this. I'm like, oh, that's true. You do, do have, have responsibilities. <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to go back to watching this uh, episode. Let me know when you catch up. Um, but yeah, I, I think it was meant to be at the time that it was to experience it in the way that we were able to experience it just... Um, Fully being able to give it immerse, so much yes, time and it. attention to really deep dive. That was an experience that probably wouldn't have happened if it hadn't been for, for the for pandemic. The definitely. And the, so we, this was July, 2020 that we officially became army. Um, and end of August, that's when they were announcing they're, they're going to have a comeback. Right. And I was like, what is the comeback? Mm -hmm. So then I was looking stuff up about that and I was like, oh, okay, this is going to be really cool. And I just didn't realize like how hyped everyone is right. when there's a comeback. And I mean, the time, you know, ever since getting this fandom, I get very little sleep <laughs> um, because of the time zone, you know. We're on the East Coast. So it's just, it'd be tough. But again, if it weren't for the pandemic, yeah. I wouldn't be able to do that because I wouldn't need to get my sleep to right. go to work. But she was working from home, so she could literally just, you know, roll out of bed exactly. like one minute before clocking <laughs> in. And I was okay. <laughs> so it all, it really all worked out. So I just remember like, wow, we're having this comeback. We don't know what to expect. Yeah. Is that how was. you were feeling? Yeah. I mean, I knew even less than you because yeah, um, I, I, I didn't follow Twitter and all the different ways, TikTok. Um, I wasn't on those. You got on, did you get on Weverse pretty quick though? I think I did. Cause right. That was kind of like, this is how they communicate with the fandom. Yeah. So I did download Weverse and join their fandom, but I was not active. I've never been active on Twitter. Um, I didn't have TikTok at that time. No, I didn't, didn't get TikTok till I think the winter, the winter yeah. time or something. I had gotten it cause Bored in the house, so <laughs> in the house board. In the house board, yeah. <laughs> so uh I got TikTok during that time, but yeah, you didn't for a while. So yeah, so I knew less than you about I really was your news. I'll tell you everything yes. was happening. Oh yeah. You were mm -hmm. my connection. You were I'm like, so my this link. week what's happening? <laughs> Get prepared. Clear your schedules. Yes. So I just I knew somehow that it was kind of a, a big deal. And the other thing I gathered was like hair colors was so important. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah. People would be speculating about, oh, they're covering their hair. They're I wearing like, beanies never care about or nobody's beanies hair or hats before. or whatever. So um, what is what's their new hair color is going to be? That was the main thing that I remember seeing yeah. out. Like, okay, this is interesting. This is different. And they do teasers. Oh, Remember they do right. teasers before the that's comebacks. True. So that was a new experience. They dropped too. the teaser. I was like, whoa, what's going to happen? Right. You, get, right. you get really excited about it. And then we stay up really late. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember, did they what? have like a pre-show before? Because I know sometimes they've had that before, like a pre-show right. leading up to it. I can't remember if they did or not. 
I feel like for Dynamite they did. I think was it after or before? I think it was after. Was I remember after? a video of them sitting watching a music video. Okay. And it was a live. I feel like that makes sense because that was their first English language song. No, it was definitely it? was so after. I think it was like one, two in the morning afterwards when they was, went live. This was a new experience. For and them. I was like, I'm really getting get into sleep. <laughs> but you no, know, they had it afterwards. I'm pretty sure. Okay. Some other ones they've done before. They've had like shows before. Right. But for Dynamite, I think they reacted to it a few hours after the release. Okay. Yeah, and that was interesting too because it was like first English single, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Mm, this is going to be interesting. Yeah, because we had already at this point listened to every single song yeah. in BTS's discography. And obviously, they speak in Korean only. I don't even... Oh, no. I mean, they have little English words or phrases here and there. Yeah, I think most K-pop groups yeah. always sprinkle English phrases and words. But for the most part, it was heavily leaning towards Korean, their own language. So I was a little, I was a little nervous because I was just like... I had come to love them for who they were. And I just felt yeah. like I don't need them to sing in English in order to enjoy love the their music, yeah. enjoy the song. And I think most people are sometimes you're just a little bit nervous or scared of change. So I was just true already in my mind. Th- this is the greatest group ever. This has only been two months. <laughs> right. This is the greatest group ever. I'm in this fandom for life. And now they're doing something different, you know? So I was, a little bit worried, just a tiny bit worried, because honestly, they've never made a bad song. They've never made a bad song. We, we're going to definitely talk about that, too. <laughs> the fact that I have never had an artist that I was like, I every like every single song. I thought I was crazy. Yeah. I was like, is it possible that I'm just like, love this, love that, add this to my playlist? Like, my playlist <laughs> is hours song. long. It has basically every single song. In their discography, and it's crazy. So, um, cause that's another thing with K-pop. They release music a lot. Yeah, that's true. That's true too. They do like so, the yeah. mini albums, single albums, full length albums. So I was a bit nervous for Dynamite. And but as soon as that intro started with the colors. Oh my goodness. I was like, it's a hit. It it's is. a hit. <laughs> <laughs> it's Worry a gone. Hit. Nervousness gone. Let me just sit back and enjoy. It, yeah. Enjoy them releasing another banger. Cause that's just what they do. It was a great first comeback to have. Um, yeah. So I feel like Dynamite will always be special for that reason. Mm-hmm. Because that was our first comeback. Right. It didn't matter if it was yeah. Korean or English. It's just the yeah. fact that it was our first one. It was our one. first comeback. It yeah. just so happens. After joining the fandom. That it was an all English uh, single, which is funny because then they went on to release a couple more. <laughs> <laughs> and people were like, are they, are they going to ever get back to their roots? They're selling out. They're becoming too Western. Like three English songs <laughs> after 150 <laughs> or so Korean songs. Oh, but they're selling out now. Selling out. Right. Like That's a whole nother oh, thing. Oh, goodness. The fandom. There's there's a good and bad side, guys. Good and bad And I side. think I realized that. But again, I never have been in a fandom yeah. to this level. To realize level. that there, there could be a toxic part of it. Right. Um, and I just don't have time for that. Zero. But I do find it entertaining. I'll be sending it to you like, this is going on today in the fandom. You'd be yeah. like, ah. you, uh, Yeah. Again, she's my, my link. Because my I'll be on Twitter. I'm not on, I'm not on social media like that. And I just think it's hilarious. I'm like, wow, people really think like this. Maybe it just feelings. fascinates me. That could be a whole other podcast episode. That could be, definitely. Um, but I think 
we can end safely saying we gave our story of how we became ARMY, how we got into K-pop. Um, and even though we love a lot of other groups, BTS is just, they're the ultimate. The GOAT. They're the number one. Forever. Um, I really only, well, I did only collect BTS, but now I collect other groups. Yeah. You lied to yourself for a while. I... Yeah, I said I wasn't. I I just got even even the amount of collecting for BTS changed because at first it was only going to be this. Yeah. Then it was only it gonna, oh me. I'm not going oh they have multiple versions of their albums no ridiculous I'm only <laughs> getting one version. I did say that she did guys and you know what she has every last every version single version of every album. <sighs> well, well we'll need to like have an episode about that too. I can talk about my crazy spending. <laughs> My husband's like, you don't need it. I'm like, I don't, but I do. But <laughs> will this bring me joy? Absolutely. Yes. So I need it. Therefore, I, yeah, I need it's it. important. Um, <laughs> and again, I, I'm just like, this all would have not happened um, if it didn't happen the time that it happened. So it's kind of like things it happen meant to be. when they're supposed to happen. It you just have to accept to it. And that's why that on top of seeing them in concert let me come to peace, <laughs> come to terms, and let it go. This is the last episode. This is the episode where I'm letting it all go. You're letting it go. You're letting go the fact that you knew I could have BTS was yes. walking the same planet, releasing amazing music and videos. Yes. It's okay for years, and you were just like, I'm letting it all go. Who Who are they? They They're all right. They seem cool, but but it's whatever. I yes. am letting it all go. This is This is the last time I talk. <laughs> And feel bad, like right. wow, that you feel any type of guilt, you know, like I could have been this long, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm letting it all go. <laughs> um, but we're gonna end on that telling our stories about, um, like I said, how we be- got into K-pop and became Army. And basically, with this podcast, we wanted to start it as just something fun to just talk about our favorite thing that we love so much now this k-pop love affair yeah um we probably will mainly be talking about bts but like we mentioned we thought we would only get into bts right but we got into other groups we did so we will talk about other groups because i mean i have quite a few that i love as well um yeah we, we used to we be have like rankings guys we used bts to, yeah. is number one but we have whole rankings we would be like groups. They are a smidge behind BTS. <laughs> one hair. One tiny one hair. One fracture behind. The way we would be describing it, <laughs> even with our biases, which we'll have a whole podcast oh, on yes, that too. That's going to be fun. We would be like, he's a, like, the line, it's so small. They are it's neck n- and neck. <laughs> we need a professional the way camera. we would describe it. It was so funny. To see these frames and see who's ahead. But it's true. <laughs> Um, so yeah, I look forward to more episodes of us talking about our K-pop love affair that, um, started and we really don't know when it's going to end. Um, I really feel like it's safe to say never. I'm, I think it's safe to say that too. I'm a K-pop fan for life. I think so too. I just don't, I don't know what they would have to do for me not to like the music anymore. Yeah. So. Same. I don't know. We're here. So. Uh, We hope that you enjoyed listening to us um, telling our stories. And until next time, we're sending you all the finger hearts. We purple you.